0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Is this really something that is a true skill of yours? So you've got to marry, as you pointed out, the passion, you love to do it, the need for it in the world, and your actual ability to accomplish it, along with the willingness for the world to pay you for it. And, you know, it's a Japanese concept, ikigai. I just love it. It's just so, the Japanese are very good at being very specific about
1: Definitions and so it's just your life's purpose. What is that? Welcome back to Bucket List Careers. I'm Crystal Laurie. Thanks for joining. Today, we have Allison Hall joining us for episode 128. She's the founder of Change Agent Coaching for Women, and she is a passionate reinvention specialist. After 25 years of building a traditionally successful corporate career, Allison reinvented herself to find more meaning in her work, parlaying her experience as a CPA and corporate strategist into helping women navigate transitions, build businesses, and create their dream lives. For more than 10 years, she's been helping women make smart, informed financial decisions around major life-altering personal and career milestones, with a specialization on guiding women who are divorcing, moving on as empty nesters, being laid off, or experiencing burnout. Allison's mission is to inspire women to confidently lean into their strengths, find their purpose, dump the shoulds and self doubt, and reinvent themselves to create the lives they want and deserve just the way she has. All right, let's listen. Allison Hall, thanks so much for taking the time joining me here on Bucketless Careers. Great to have you. Oh,
0: thanks so much. I'm excited to have this conversation.
1: Yes, I'm excited too. You are a coach and financial advisor helping women affected by divorce. And before you pivoted to your bucketless career, you worked in finance, auditing and strategic planning in the corporate sector. So let's discuss that evolution. I think you spent 25 years or so in corporate roles before launching Change Agent Coaching. So walk us through it.
0: Yeah, as you mentioned, 25 years, and honestly, the number is just sort of a random number. I didn't say, "Oh, 25 years, time to wrap it up." It just happened to be that hmm. but I just realized that what I was doing, it had been, you know, purposeful and meaningful over a period of time, but i just grown to a place where I wasn't even burned out. I I kind of call it rusted out. I just felt as if I had had enough. I didn't feel as if what I was doing or what my group was doing was particularly meaningful, not in a one-on-one way. And what I wanted to do was work with people one-on-one. I would be not telling the truth if I said that I knew exactly what I wanted to do, but I was very clear on the fact that I wanted to work with women individually helping them in some way financially. I'm a CPA and I never not since I, you know, first got out of college did I really operate as a CPA per se. It was just great background to have, but I realized that I could rely on that as a moniker to kind of help me grow into what I wanted to be. So I started out helping women that I knew. I had a wide network of women who were in the corporate world or professionals, entrepreneurs, who needed financial advice in some way or another. So I helped in that regard. But what I kept coming across was women who were affected by divorce. I mean, that's no surprise. The divorce rate tells you every time you turn around, you would probably run into somebody who's been affected by divorce.
1: Right. I was going to ask you, was there a pivotal moment or was it really just a certain amount of women that you knew, clients who were in this situation, I guess for some a predicament, where you said, hey, there's an area that I can specialize in and help people with? That's exactly what happened. It just
0: happened that I was consistently working with women who were affected by divorce. We could be doing something like financial planning or working on tax planning or something like that. But because of their unique circumstances, I had to get myself a little bit more educated in order to help them because of the divorce aspect of things. Right. I started a business ultimately called Whitehall Divorce. And I was, was very specifically divorce coaching, but I became a certified divorce financial analyst in order to help these clients that I kept coming across who had specific needs related to divorce. Some were getting divorced, some had recently been divorced, but they had circumstances that were very specific. So I've worked with women who have already been through divorce, but then later in life determined that the decisions that they made in the original divorce, which may have been amicable don't suit them anymore financially in terms of the mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I work with a lot of people like that who have to go back and fix things. What I learned was that I need to get in front of these people as they're getting divorced in order to help them make some of the best decisions as they're divorcing. Hence, I kind of move my business more toward helping people who are in the midst of divorce get their finances together, also get their minds together such that they're not just giving up everything. There's so many examples of women trying to keep people happy and not advocating for themselves. And even in that type of transitional moment in their lives. And if you're not informed, it makes it a lot more difficult, right? Maybe you weren't the person who was holding the purse strings, or maybe you didn't deal with the finances in the family. And so you're underperforming for yourself because
1: you're not knowledgeable. And that actually leads to a question that I had prepared for you, which is, What are some of the biggest challenges your clients face? Because people who are listening to the show obviously are interested in career change and want to hear about your narrative and how you got to where you are. But I'm assuming there will be a certain segment of listeners who are interested in specific advice in this space.
0: Hmm, Yeah, sure. Because you just never know what's going to happen in life, right? I mean, no one wants to plan for divorce. You certainly don't plan for it when you get married. But one of the biggest challenges that I find women face is lack of knowledge about their finances. And the biggest thing I would say to any woman, whether you're married, not married, in a relationship, is to be the CFO, the chief financial officer of your own life. It doesn't mean that you can't have joint bank accounts and all that sort of thing, if that's important to you. But if you're not aware of what's going on, then when you get into a situation like divorce, again, not planning for it. It's very difficult to advocate for yourself because you don't know what to ask for. Sure. Another thing is I come across a lot of women who haven't thought very much about their futures, their retirement futures, all that sort of thing. And then it becomes, if you get what we call a gray divorce, you're divorcing when you've been married for quite some time. And now we're talking about retirement issues, not being aware of what all the resources are that are in the family, that can be detrimental again, not knowing what to ask for and not advocating for yourself. But I became a coach specifically because I wanted to help women, not just do the financial aspect of things for them, but to help them get into the right headspace in order to, again, advocate for themselves. Mm. You have to get out of the mentality of whatever that was, that relationship didn't work. And how you behaved in that relationship, probably some of the things didn't work. And so, changing the way that you react to things, changing the way that you take in information, changing the the way that you interact with this person who is now no longer going to be your partner. That's so huge in terms of the outcome for yourself
1: and your children. Did you have personal circumstances that played into your decision to make this pivot at all?
2: each day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: You know what's interesting is that no, my parents were married forever and ever, amen. I have never been divorced, but I do have, uh, gosh, I would say at least three quarters of my close friend group right? have been affected
1: by divorce. So it was just all around. Speaking of challenges, I wanted to ask you about navigating yours in terms of your professional change, starting your own business, coming out of corporate America, ramping up. Of course, there are things that you probably had some growing pains with. So tell me about those and what we can learn from them.
0: Yeah, I think entrepreneurs in general or people who want to have their own businesses typically have a lot going on in their heads and what i experienced was that i had too many ideas too many things that i thought i was good at and that i could oh i could make a business of this just being a cpa certified public accountant that covers a lot of ground you could be doing financial planning you could do be doing taxes doing what i do which is to help people with divorce it's just a myriad things and i kind of got too caught up initially in trying to do too many things and then you become unfocused i think There's so much information now about becoming an entrepreneur and everyone says, obviously you have to niche down to something, but it it can be difficult if you have a lot of of different ideas. I also, having had a a successful, I guess, corporate career, it was very difficult to go out on my own and wonder what people thought about what I was doing Hmm. and whether or not I was doing a good job or whether or not this was a smart idea. I really had to get outside of myself. And think, okay, you're the person who has to live with yourself for the rest of your life. You're the most intelligent decision maker in your own life. You have to rely on what you think and not worry so much about what other people think. And a lot of people, maybe some people don't have that issue, but I realized I didn't think that I had that issue, but you know, I had to kind of have a come to Jesus with myself. (laughs) Right,
1: right. And I can tell you're very well spoken and you're intelligent. And yet you even said to me you second guessed yourself. So how did you push past that? One thing is that
0: I tend to overprepare. As so many people do, and I think a lot of people who become entrepreneurs or business owners, you do a lot of research, right? And and what I was researching was the best ways to become a successful business owner. And one thing that, I kept, that kept being hammered at me in, in all of the readings and webinars and all the things was you have to, again, rely on yourself, but also continually learn. Mm. I think I kind of took that on board, that I didn't know everything because- If you have a financial background, you kind of think, well, I can cover all the ground. Of course, I could be a business owner. But I'm not particularly uh, savvy about technology, or at least I wasn't. So I had to sort of learn some things, but also learn where I had to bring other people in. I I think it's about really being able to roll with the punches, bounce around, Mm. not take too long to make decisions. If something isn't working, you don't have to beat it to death. Just let it go try to get over it and move on. There's just so many things about being an entrepreneur that have been exciting for me, but truly challenging, honestly.
1: Well, there's something that you said to me, which I just want to repeat verbatim because it's good. When you find the marriage of what you're good at, what the world needs, something you can get paid for, of course, and your own genuine interest, you found the sweet spot. And I use that phrase, the sweet spot, because it's so elusive and hard to achieve. But getting there, Just getting there. I think I talk to a lot of people who feel, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Give us your best thoughts on the how, based on your journey. Yeah. And I think, again, it's about doing your research. Sometimes we, especially in the entrepreneurial
0: world, people get excited about what they're passionate about. But you have to be realistic sometimes. Sometimes what you're passionate about is not something that the world necessarily needs, or they don't need it so much that they're willing to pay for it. So we're in this realm, you can have lots of hobbies. There there are all kinds of outlets to do the things that you're just crazy passionate about. But we have to be honest with ourselves. And in doing that, we have to do the hard work. We have to do market research. People look and say, well, goodness gracious, what is that? I don't know how to do market research. You can figure it out. You can find out there's information, there's AI, you can find out how to do these things. But if you don't do these things, you're fooling yourself. And you're just talking and you have rhetoric about what it is I'm going to do in the future, but it's never going to come to fruition because you haven't done the hard work to really make sure there's a market for it. That's the first thing. The second thing is, do I really have the skills for this? Because sometimes we're excited about something that maybe isn't our actual bailiwick. Maybe that's not the thing I'm really the best at. And and a great example are, are people who maybe think that they have artistic or musical or acting talent. I don't personally run across a lot of those types of clients, but I think that's just a great example. It may be something you're passionate about, and in the shower, you are fantastic, but is this really something that is a true skill of yours? So you've got to marry, as you pointed out, the passion, you love to do it, the need for it in the world, and your actual ability to accomplish it, along with the willingness for the world to pay you for it. And, you know, it's a Japanese concept, ikigai. I just love yeah. it. It's just so, the Japanese are very good at being very specific about definitions. And so it's just your life's purpose. What is that actually? And that sounds so big and highfalutin, but it's not. If you're going to pick a second act or you're going to do things differently the, a, another time around, a third, fourth, fifth time around, don't you want to do it better than you did the first one, two times? I, I do. 100%.
1: And so your coaching services, if people are
0: interested, how does it work? Right. So as you mentioned, I have change agent coaching. And that started just out of a desire to help women in transition generally. Mm -hmm. So that's very one-on-one coaching. We kind of, as people will say, meet my clients where they are. Generally speaking, most of my change agent coaching clients have somehow been affected by divorce, whether they're going through it or they, you know, working past it, because a lot of times just as an aside women specifically, who have been affected by divorce because of the economics, will have to change careers, up their game in a career, or start a career. My experience as an entrepreneur and a business person has helped me kind of help them help themselves get to where they want to be.
1: Absolutely. It naturally lends itself to being able to coach them on various levels.
0: Yeah. and Which has then led me to a partnership that I now have for in another business, which is The Boldest Me. I have partnered with a clinical psychologist. She has her own practice working with individual clients and couples. We work together to do group coaching for women who are in the throes of divorce right now. So helping them with the emotional part, she does that. I help them with all of the things that they need to do in order to prepare for the divorce, to get out of the divorce financially capable, and to move on with their lives in a productive way. That sounds like a great collaboration. And that's new. Yes, that's new. That's new this year. And- We've been going gangbusters. It kind of overwhelmed us. We didn't realize that there was that much need for it. That's
1: fantastic. All right, well, let's get some information on where to find you online and learn everything there is to know about Alison Hall. (laughs) Well, I wish I could say that I spend more time
0: on social media. I really don't. I'm good at following people, but I don't actively, I'm not out there. So I can be reached on LinkedIn, Alison Hall, coaching women. I answer emails. I'm really good about that.
1: So if someone just has a question, they can just shoot you an email? Yeah, okay. Allison
0: with one l at theboldestme.com or changeagentcoaching.com, depending on what your question is about.
1: Got it. All right. Well, this was fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time, making some time in December for me, which I'm more appreciative of. No, thank you so much, Krista. This is great. I've enjoyed just having this conversation. Oh, well, you're perfect for bucketless careers. And we are so happy that you were able to join us. Take care. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Krista Laurie. We're taking a short break for the holidays, and I'll be back with you for the first Thursday of 2024 with a solo episode. I wish you all the best as we head into a new year. We have a lot of great bucket list careers guests coming your way. Cannot believe we launched this show in January of 2021, and we're still going strong. In the meantime, stay connected with us on social media. Send me a message on any of our platforms. Write a review. Share an episode with a friend who maybe needs a little career change inspo. And most of all, be well. An Ironic Media Production. Visit us at ironick